go to everything. Um, I remember there was one night where I had an exam the next day, but there was a big recruiting event. And I told um, my professor like, hey, I have this recruiting event, um, but I have your exam tomorrow. And he and he gave me permission. He was like, you're here to find a job. This is what all of it's about. From the University of Alabama's Colorado College of Business, it's Bama Means Business, a podcast that reveals amazing stories from those people who inspire and make a difference in our community. I'm Cole Stevens, and on the show today, Rashmi Sharif. This is our second part to our two-part series with Rashmi, who sit down and talk about some life lessons that she grew up with, as well as some of her advice to people coming out of the university. I hope you enjoy. I think that's a very interesting point of view, sort of like just taking up all the opportunities you have to see yes. what's out there and that yes. Alabama, for lack of a better term, attracts a lot of people. Yes. A lot of companies do come to recruit and you sort of be like, why not meet more people? Why not get more opportunities to see it? Because I know students who have, you know, three and four offers after going to like a week of lunches. Yes. And while they only take one of those offers, in the end, it's better to have, you know, abundance of opportunity choices like, you know, yourself, better than not have any and be like, oh, what am I going to be doing? You're about to graduate and there's, you know, the whole way of the world on your shoulders. Yeah. Looking at, you know, Cigna mm-hmm. in the healthcare industry, mm-hmm. it's a huge industry. It's a multi-trillion dollar industry if you yes. look at it. A lot of people talk about all the faults of the healthcare system right now. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my pet peeves because I think I've had a lot of experiences where they've done a lot for me. I think the healthcare is a very important part of everyone's life to stay mm-hmm healthy and to be able to, you know, grow old as one might say, what are some of the positive experiences you've had working at Cigna and especially in that role that you have now? So when I was going through the interview process and I was interviewing with multiple companies, one of the things that really struck me about Cigna was a lot of the people that I met had been at the company 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. Um, Nowadays, you don't really find that, um, you know, definitely not today. And also back in 2013, when I was in the market looking for a job. Right. So that was something that really struck me. And so once I came into the fold of Cigna, I really began to understand why. It's an incredibly collaborative company. Mm. Um, It is not toxic or I don't ever feel anxiety going to work or anything like that. I know a lot of it has to do with like your specific team and your specific manager, but in general, everyone that I've encountered at Cigna has been incredibly polite, respectful, kind. The things that really make a, a, a an inclusive collaborative corporate culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the reasons why I've stayed as long as I have. Um, I, I just celebrated nine years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so definitely just the corporate culture of Cigna it has been something that I've really come to appreciate. A lot of people will talk about leadership and something that you're sort of born with and not taught. Have you found that to be sort of your experience going into it and having graduated the MBA program, hopefully at a few classes in leadership, management, something like that. But have you learned along your way some important factors in it? Absolutely. I, I, I definitely think it's both. I think that maybe some people are more inclined to be leaders, but if you're not, that doesn't mean all hope is lost. There's lots of different things you can do to to hone in on your on your leadership skills. I'll say one of the most valuable things that I got from the MBA program 
was um, some of the communications classes mm-hmm. um, that I, I was able to, to take. Those classes have really just carried me um, on my journey at Cigna and just everywhere else um, that I'm involved in. Um, I found very early on during my time, even in the rotational program, there were people in the program that I would say were much smarter than I was for sure. Absolutely. But they had a hard time communicating their ideas. Mm -hmm. And so I was extended opportunities to do presentations in front of senior leaders and, and this, that, and the other, not because I was the, the best um, most intelligent person in, in that cohort because I had the communication skills. Um, one of the most practical things I learned was in Dr. Dulick's class on how to write an email, how to have the main message in, at, at the top, have some supporting bullet points, and any details needs to be like an attachment or a link. Right. That was the formula that I use to this day. And it has really served me well, especially as a project manager. Having gone from the recruiting position of trying to seek a job to now the recruiter role, sort of what you're back on campus to be recognized for, is there any words of wisdom you might have for someone who's looking for a job in general, but also more specifically towards Cigna? Yes. Go to everything. Go to everything. Go to everything. Put your name out there. Put your name out there. Um, I am a Muslim. I don't, I don't drink. I don't, um, this has nothing really to do with Muslims, but I don't really like animals. Um, but, um, I went to the EJ Gallo recruiting event and Mm -hmm. I went to the, uh, there was a pet food company that came. I went not because I was particularly interested in those companies, but I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to just talk to people Mm -hmm. and get comfortable talking to people. So when the opportunity that I really want comes along, it's natural. I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. I've spoken to so many different people at so many different events. Um, So my advice to anyone that's currently in school as a graduate student or an undergrad, if you're looking for a particular opportunity, go to everything. Um, I remember there was one night where I had an exam the next day, but there was a big recruiting event. And I told um, my professor like, hey, I have this recruiting event, um, but I have your exam tomorrow. And he and he gave me permission. He was like, you're here to find a job. This is what all of it's about. Like, study for your exam, but don't worry about it. Go to the recruiting event. Right. And he was absolutely right. Like, I, I think I may have ended up with a C in that class and it didn't matter. Like, honestly, I got a job. And as a recruiter, I don't, I rarely ever look at GPA, quite frankly. I am looking to see if you are able to communicate with me. I'm looking to see if you are able to um, kind of answer the situational questions that I ask in a, in a way that makes sense. And then I'm also just kind of um, looking to see like if if you kind of fit in the in the culture that we have. Um, and and so you know, I can, I can teach you the, the skills that need to be done to complete the job, but I, I, I really need to see if you're able to, to communicate and if you carry yourself in a way that um, allows you to connect with mm-hmm. people, whether it's your coworkers or our customers. 
One question I always like to ask people that are on the podcast, especially when to uh, both undergrad and grad school at the University of Alabama, is what's one moment or a couple moments that stuck with them that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life that Alabama has granted them? So I mentioned earlier that I had a really um, wonderful time in the MBA program. And um, one of the, the pleasant surprises that I wasn't necessarily anticipating was the relationships, um, the relationships with the office staff and the relationships with um, my, my peers. And um, I think when you are on campus and you, you are just naturally seeking out connection, at least at that time in, in 2011 before, I guess, like cell phones and social media were so advanced, I honestly was, was seeking connection. I was seeking a a community, friends. And I remember there was a time where we were in the MBA lounge getting ready for a presentation, just a group of us. And it dawned on me that I have friends. These are my friends. I have a crew and we have a great time together. Um, and, and that's just something that I think is so incredibly precious. It's something that I absolutely treasure. It's something that I've maintained with a lot of the people that I have met. Um, and those relationships are, you know, at the time it wasn't like the self-serving kind of thing, but those are precisely the people that have called me and said, Hey, we have this position here at X, Y, and Z you know, I think you'd be great for it. What do you say? Or it's been one of those things where I'm I'm very involved in the community and it's like, hey, um, you know, I think you would be a great person to serve on this board or would you come and speak to this group or this club that I'm a part of? The, that All that stuff that happened as a result of those relationships, obviously, I wasn't like thinking about it like in this like, right. oh, these people are going to serve me. It, it, I just remember that moment where we're hanging out, cutting up, laughing, having just such a nice time. And it wasn't anything like we weren't on this like island destination, but I was having the best time ever. You know, it it was just a the, just a regular lounge. And um, I was like ah, these are my friends and I love them and we are having so much fun. And, you know, of course there's that thought and it's all going to be over so soon, but I'm going to take advantage of the relationships while they're here and I'm going to do what I can to maintain them. I haven't been in touch with everyone admittedly, but there are, there are three or four people that, that have come, that have floated to the surface and we visit each other. We've since had children, our children have met, we've arranged play dates, um, meet up, you know, for a lunch here and there. Life gets busy, kids, spouses, but um, we make a point to prioritize that relationship. That's Rashmi Sharif, project manager at Cigna. And thanks so much for listening to the show today. If you're not a subscriber, do subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours. And of course, check out our website at culverhouse.ua.edu to learn more about the Culverhouse College business and what it has to offer. As always, roll tight.